When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome. It's the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Oh, I'm laughing because Steve is singing along to the song and he just goes, clap, clap. I didn't know your mic was on. It was. Well. No, what do you do? Not like we're ruining an otherwise sterling reputation here on this show. <laughs> they stick us in the middle of the day for a reason. It's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. You think we could be trusted in the morning? You think we could be trusted in the afternoon on the drive home? Maybe the drive home. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. The morning. Yeah, the mornings are tough. We like like just a little less pressure. It's a great space to operate. Oh, gosh. This is the best shift When I used to work the morning news for uh, Channel 5, it was wonderful in that, yes, there's a lot of pressure. Like, the management obviously wants the show to do well, but you're there before most employees get there. Right. And you leave... You just Before, avoid yeah. a bunch of the conversations. Easy to become an introvert. Yes. Yep. And you just kind of get to fly below the radar in some ways, and that's rather enjoyable. Uh, we kind of <laughs> we kind of flew below the radar yesterday because Donna Valentine guest co-hosted Twin Cities Live. Thank you for having me, Rocco Boyle. He came and did the College of Pop Culture Knowledge yeah. on the show. That being said, <laughs> about two segments later. I have a producer that comes over and says, so um, we've been preempted, <laughs> which means President Biden had been speaking since pretty much the start oh my God. of the show. So we were never on. <laughs> now what? Oh, sorry to laugh. So let me explain. Fine. I have asked them, Elizabeth and I have asked them in the past, you don't need to tell us when we're, when we're preempted because... We just, just want to do the show as best we can anyway, sure. and it'll the people that need to see it will see it when they see it. Because um, otherwise, then you start thinking, oh, we're not on. So that's why they didn't tell me at the beginning. But then at one point, they just said, hey, we're still in. Because then they start shifting some things around. Should we have right. this segment trying to air live today? Here's the good news. The good news is it did air last night on uh, 1230 a.m. Oh. on Channel 5. It is airing again this morning, I think maybe right now. Oh. On Channel 45. 45. I, there's a chance, too, that the College of Pop Culture Knowledge might re-air as its own segment at some point later this oh. week or early next oh, week. that would be cool. The bummer is that people missed out on watching the Bin of Manuals oh, yeah. live. Uh, oh, oh, that was no. the best. Don, oh, my gosh. It was so oh, funny. So you just did it to yourself, right? More or less. But it was outstanding because (laughs) as we went through Donna's bin of manuals that she confessed to having last week on this show, we said, well, let's bring it in in person and just dig through them cold. 
just see what we got in here. <laughs> so then we brought out a, a manual about this weird thing, electronic that she had. And then another one. And then, Don, you'll appreciate this because you've, <laughs> you've stayed at Donna's cabin before. And everybody in your life, I think you have someone who is just this way. And it's really sweet. And it's it's thoughtful. She had a handwritten note in there in a Ziploc bag <laughs> of how to operate the DVD player. Oh, do you also got the cabin manual? It wasn't the full. No, she writes no. notes at home. She oh, writes she notes at the no- cabin. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. There's a whole binder of how to do pretty much everything. This is how you go to the bathroom. This is yes. how you take a shower. And the DVD <laughs> player where thing. The local restaurant is. Had like put the disc into the DVD player. Like it was really <laughs> broken down as no! though they had been cryogenically frozen from the past. And she was explaining modern day technology to them. We go through all of that, which is great. Then. At the end, I just wanted people at home to know that I wasn't like, it wasn't a a fake bin. This was all manuals. I turned the basket over. She put it in a vanity basket instead of the actual bin. Turned the basket over. All of the manuals go everywhere, all over the table. Immediately, I see a little, think like a little saran wrap Ziploc baggy kind of a situation that looks like it's been vacuum sealed really tight. And at the bottom is like this brown powder. So, Dawn, this happens. <laughs> what is it, horse? I immediately grab it and throw it into the into the basket because I I don't know. I've not tried it, but I thought this is no doubt weed that just came out oh on the table. Lord. And then I have the basket now tilted up. Somebody else thought it was a condom. It kind of had a condom <laughs> feel to it. I will say that. I then tilt the basket up quickly, and I look over at Donna so that then the the TV cameras can only see the back part of the basket. I point to her the thing that I threw back in the basket, kind of like, hello, do you know what this what is? is? I have no but idea. Then she, it made me feel a lot better oh, yeah. because you she said, me. I don't know. I don't know what this is, and like went to hold know. it up. So then I was like, okay, cool. It's not, it's not drugs. Yeah. But this goes back. It reminded me. I had a little PTSD in the moment, Donna. Mm. Because PTSD. 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 WNBC. Okay. <laughs> pizza, pizza. Uh, eats pizza. By the way, Little Caesars news coming up at 10.15. Deep tease. <laughs> That's, That's true. Deep it dish is. tease. Okay. See that. Um, but early before I joined the show, they had a person in town who was like a computer fixer person. And they had the computer fixer person on. And as they go to talk to computer fixer person, that person then just confessed on live television, I don't know if I can do this. And they're like, okay, why don't you take a minute and then we'll come back to you. Is that okay? Yeah, I don't feel good. And then they just slowly go from a three shot where all three are in frame to a slow zoom back to just the two hosts. So this panicky moment about a computer, after the fact, they find out that the computer that they were trying to use, apparently that was from someone that was connected to someone who worked here. It was, oh, yeah, I can get my brother's got his computer that we can use for this demonstration. Oh. Inside of it is apparently where he hid his weed. <laughs> so had she Wait, not I'm had so a panic confused. moment on television, we would have opened up a computer live on television and weed would have rolled out on the desk. Are you talking about this station downstairs? Correct. Oh my God. And so, the now that, juicy material. That weed. never happened. But yesterday when I saw what I appeared to be a dime bag... <laughs> 
In Donna's bin of manuals, I thought, you know oh, me, no. Dimebag Donna. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ruin her career. She agreed to do bin of manuals. This. this is where all of her drug paraphernalia is, and it's live television. That would have been She's really funny. She's not nervous because she doesn't no, have anything like that. No, it's like some like arts that. and craft kind of clay or something. Oh, yeah? Or well, like putty. I don't we'll know We'll let the was. forensics team tell us what it is. So you just don't know what it is still? No idea. No. Oh. No, yeah, well, we got no. a good picture of it. I'll show you during the commercial break. <laughs> Maybe I can sleuth it and tell you what it is. Yeah, yeah, right? So anyway, it was, it was very fun. eventful. It was a fun Very day. fun. We had a lot of laughs. Um, oh. So hopefully we'll get to show you bits and pieces of that uh, during the week. Yeah. So. Okay, great. Thank you, Donna. You did great. You hey, thanks, very funny. Steve. Thanks for having me. Your, your, your staff is very nice. Oh, thank you. They are so great. Much. Yeah, we have a good team over there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, All right. Well, we've got confessions today. Fill in the blank. I've wasted so much time blank. That's it. That's what it is today. Oh, we'll get into no. that. Hour three. Thank God um, I won't be here. You can tell us. If you want to tell us before you leave, just to yeah. get it off your chest, it can be cathartic. We're mm. here to help. Honestly, Don. I would say gaming. <gasps> no, oh. that's not true. Okay. Because gamers can burn up to 200 calories per hour while gaming. This according to a new study. Good. Double GPs. Whatever. Wow. When anyway, we come back. We got to go. Time for uh, things that make you go, huh? Forget the fist bump. I am going to tell you what you should be doing instead. If you don't want to shake somebody's hand, I have a real alternative option that will actually make you feel closer to people and transfer less germs. Tell you what it is. Okay. When we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, we're back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with producer Don McClain. Hello. Hey, girl. Hey. I just uh, blew kisses at Millennial <laughs> Hannah. Is oh, that how that I couldn't tell if it was to Donna no, or to somebody, because I don't know which, when I look at your camera, yeah, I don't know a little if you're confusing. facing Donna or the door. I saw Millennial yes. Hannah. I haven't seen her in like a couple weeks. And so I start rapid fire blowing her kisses. And then, you know, catching up on all my blows. And she flipped me off. <laughs> oh, she did? She did. Oh, I love what, Anna. She's so what fun. What do you mean? What? Oh. She's so fun. Hit the button. Okay, then. The handshake feels aggressive when you get a handshake now. You know, you feel... Uh, it's yeah, just, it, you introduced me to someone yesterday, and I'm like, do I put my hand out? No, probably not, because then they'll feel obligated to shake oh, my hand, and sure. they'll be like, oh, I shouldn't have sh- shook that person's hand, Yeah, she's probably contaminated. I do oh. think the elbow bump is a little weird, though. It's you gotta, I don't mind it. I just think it feels a little try hard. I think fist bump is cool. You can fist bump somebody, right? That's like boom. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Because then it's not getting on the inside of your hands, which is what touches your face more. I had a friend that used to go tips. And then we would just do tips of our fingers. Tips. Like Encino Man, I think. Paulie oh, really? Shore. We would just go, hey man, tips. Didn't he do like a mouth noise when he did that? Ew, I don't know. I'm not trying to, Don. Don't give me that look. You oh are. I think that there was, hey buddy. And then he would like, <laughs> something, something like, something a like that. Anyway, <laughs> don't do the finger tickle thing. Don't even do the fist bump. Don't do the handshake. Right. Instead... Kiss that person on their cheek. You are less likely to get sick if you kiss someone on the cheek 
than if you shake their hand. I'm not going to kiss a stranger. I would be open to bringing in the the cheek thing? kiss. Yeah, yeah. You I, don't even have to actually kiss it. It's usually just it's, a yeah, motion. it's like a cheek bump. Yeah, or yeah, you don't even have to touch just, faces. Just just close your mouth real tight. I have a couple people. Um, you know, like my mom's friend Diane Fantone. She uh, <laughs> church lady friend. Yeah, and I just knew when I saw her, it was like we're going to kiss on the mouth now. On the mouth? Yeah. Why? <laughs> because she's affectionate, you know. Oh, that used to be a thing. More people used oh, to yeah. right on the. Can right I on the lips. say that it wasn't until I moved away from home that I realized people hug? Because when we'd say hi in New Jersey, what yeah, did they do? Kick everybody each other? just kisses. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone's just like, "Hi, how are you?" There's no yeah. hugging. It's just a quick a lip kiss. No, on the I cheek. need there to be so some both... sort of body contact though for balance. I can't just like lean so, like if I were I feel like I'm bobbing for apples. If I were like sitting at the table and somebody walked into my friend's house, her brother, uh-huh. he, he would be like, "Hey, how are you?" And that's it. And then often, you know, the body's a funny thing too because <laughs> think of this: if I came in, okay, so if I came over to you or you guys to me and put both of my hands on your shoulders, on the outside of your shoulders, you know. Yeah. And like I said, hey, listen, I have yeah. something to tell you. Front ways? Fr- front way, no, you're yeah. You're not going to give me a massage? Not a massage. Aww. Eye contact. We know it's happening. But like if I grabbed your shoulders, you might not love it, but it would, you know, it's a little like space invading. It's like, okay, whatever. If I grabbed your hips, a yeah. lot different. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just thinking out loud here. The, the human body is interesting because even outside of, and pardon my French here, but private parts, there are just like these. Weird no spots, touchies. these no touchy spots, which are like and totally reasonable. It's just funny because it's all like the same body. I used to have this thought about butts, and I would think this is literally where your body splits in half. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's related. Oh, don't worry, it kind of is. I mean, not right? completely in half. But more or less, this is where there's a fork in the road, <laughs> and it goes from one thing. Yeah. Into two. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But likewise, you know, you could touch someone's back. Smaller the back. The lower down the back yeah. you go, the well, weirder it is. Yeah. If you're taking a picture with a celebrity, they don't want you to do that. Yes. Especially Taylor Swift. Taylor, yeah, exactly. Because then it could go down further. Not and then that all. is no, no zone. All right. Um, speaking of no, no zones, Donna is rubbing some sort of ointment on her chest. What's she going sure is. On? Um, well... I had too much highlighter or for my yeah, eyes. Okay. So I was just rubbing the excess off. Oh, okay. Thanks for asking. So now your your sternum's dark spots are gone. Rude. I'm just saying. Oh, I've got those. The chest is a really mm, I did tricky too much spot. tanning when yeah, I was same. younger. Just in with terms the, of it's all <clears throat> creepy. Oh uh, the creepy what is that called? The spotty <clears throat> look. Decolletage? Is that what it yeah. is? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. My I'm mom says there. a woman's uh, hands and neck will always tell yeah. her age. It's true. Uh oh. Guess what I'm cutting off tonight. <laughs> no, don't do that. No, no, no. <laughs> No, I mean, if you feel nervous about it, maybe a cow neck. Don't cut your head off. <laughs> I cut my hands off and do this. No, a okay. cow neck. Oh my gosh. Uh, let's see. We got a few other dumb things here. Okay. Speaking of Jersey, John Bon Jovi's first professional recording was singing the lead vocals on a song called "R2D2." We wish you a merry Christmas. No. On a Star Wars Christmas album oh, in 1980. Oh my gosh! Remember that Star Wars Christmas special? special? Yeah, it was terrible. Oh, great. Right? Was it from that? I would I assume. You know, they probably thought that that was going to be awesome. Oh, that yeah. Christmas, yeah, and they didn't do terrible. it ironic or anything. It was really a really bad piece of art. <laughs> of course, we have a copy. Thanks to MC. Do you, Do you really? really? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? I think that's good. <laughs> All right, I got a couple more. London has more Indian restaurants than any city in India. Huh. Of course. And even more than in Mumbai. Mumbai. Mumbai and Delhi combined. Wow. That's pretty that's great. That's a fun fact. We got a great Indian joint in Chaska. I'll just say it now. Love it. India Bar and Grill. And I think it's called like and fine dining. They kind of stretch the title on. But India <laughs> Bar, Bar and Grill, Grill. Fine dining. Wow. It is so good. Um, if you're in and around Chaska, go check that out. Oh, now this is kind of fun about apples. We're getting into apple season. Apples are not true to seed. They're not true to seed, meaning the seeds from any particular variety of apple will not necessarily grow to be the same variety. So if you plant seeds of a red delicious, there's a good chance they will not grow up to be red delicious. No way! Are you kidding me? That's cool! Oh my god! So it could be like a green apple. That's an example. Sure. (laughs) Thanks, Steve. You got it. All right, we'll be back. Britney Spears is back to posting topless. Oh no. She explains why. We'll tell you. My Talk 1071. Hey, welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. You guys follow Britney Spears on Instagram? I don't think I do. I just follow her Instagram updates when they make the news. But I can't do the whole. You guys have been asking about my favorite flavors of mustard are. I can't do it. (laughs) Spicy brown. Because I don't know if I'm supposed to laugh, be entertained, or be concerned. Uh, I same. I do, too. Mm. Let me see what she's got up right now. The reason I'm bringing it up is because Page Six had a report on... Okay. <clears throat> so, she's posing topless. But not really. She's covering right. the nippies. Than Hipsy Russell's. Oh, okay. And, um, <laughs> oh, it's just weird. One of the two, I don't know. She says she wants to look, okay, she wants to look at herself in her purest form. Yes, queen. She shared these, um, 
yesterday and explained the reason for the increased nudity on her profile is not because of plastic surgery or a pregnancy. No, guys, I didn't get a boob job in just a week, nor am I pregnant. I have boobs in these pics because I devoured food. Um, then she said, before because I show I you... devoured food? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Didn't she get a boob job when she was like 16 or 17? That was like a big controversy at the time. I can't remember. I'll Google it. She said, before I show you more pics of my body, I want you to understand my thoughts on exposing my skin. Okay. Okay. She said she feels better naked. And this is after growing increasingly insecure about her body while performing. She said, I mean, I don't want anybody to see the big dimple on my butt, but I feel like performing made me self-conscious about my body and that's not attractive. Now she feels lighter. After living with the weight of the world on her shoulders, she says, I am a woman, a beautiful, sensitive woman who needs to look at myself in my purest form. No, I'm not going to do topless pics for the rest of my life because that would get boring. But it sure as hell helps when you need to be enlightened. This is a very lengthy I don't get what she's saying. Do you guys? Nope. Okay, maybe if you read more, I will. There's a way deeper meaning to the movement than you can ever imagine. My fans have always been so damn amazing, and I love you all. Okay. So she started talking about this after a series of nude pictures started to concern her fans who believed they were being posted without her consent. I certainly hope that's not the case. Mm. But, I mean, this post, you guys... Is so long. It yeah. is so long. Like you have to scroll. Yeah. yeah. Twice to read the whole thing. Uh, what I did this morning when I looked at it is I like, okay, we're always reading into her posts and trying to dissect them and wondering if she's mentally okay. I have a lot of friends that post way too long, especially on. I know. That's why I'm not on Facebook anymore. <laughs> but there are a lot of people out there that do this and they don't really have. The, um, I don't know. They the don't, self-awareness? The self-awareness. Yes. And, and a lot of people sound really dumb. <laughs> and so I'm like, why aren't we looking at them in the same way? There are tons of people out there that do long rambling That posts, is true. And, and so I think the attention on why, I mean, I don't mean to be rude in any way with this, but did she have, did she have a tutor? Did she finish school? Did she have continuing education? She might just not have the awareness, education or skills to get her point across in a way that I wonder. I don't remember Britney Spears interviews from 2000, 2002 back in the day. Yeah. I'd be curious to hear one of those. Oh, sure. You know, just to kind of like juxtapose the two. Uh, She did an interview that I think it was. Diane Sawyer, who basically is today being criticized for that interview, just asking her, like, don't you feel an obligation to your fans to be, I guess, a little more modest? Right. And Brittany was like, I'm not here to babysit people's kids. That's what Eminem said, too. I I think it's a really good point. Yeah. Like, I get that with 
that type of fame comes some responsibility, but not to the detriment of being who you are. Well, I think even more than that, it is because like, you know, now I'm a parent mm-hmm. and have four kids and, you know, you, you become more aware of what they're seeing and how easily, especially like, you know, young women, I think of my daughters, how they'll watch, you know, like music videos or whatever. And then you see them like trying to mimic the same dance move and stuff like and that. You're so like, like, oh, she's tying her shirt up. There's a, exactly. Yeah. And you're like, no. So there is. <laughs> yeah. But, but the point that I'm making is ultimately it is a, it is, I think, a fruitless endeavor for parents to try to control art as it's right. offered in the world. Yes. And what it is, what it does call for is you to more actively parent your kids through that so that you don't just Agreed. allow them to take everything in. You cannot shield them from the world. No, and I think you want to help them to develop a filter or a sieve yes. so that you can recognize, what, can I separate the bad from the good here? And, you know, figure out, okay, maybe that's... And yeah. that takes not, more work. It takes more work. It really yes. does. You have to see what they're watching. You have to kind of definitely filter and limit what they can watch. Yeah, it's, but if you just, yes, you need to limit certain things, especially like, you know, things that are age appropriate and mm-hmm. all of that. But it can't be a full, you can never hear that. You can never see that. Because right. I think what that does inside of a child as they grow up and go through puberty and in their teenage years they just want to break free from the chains where oh, if you tell me about it, you know, yeah, so, yeah, you know better than I in that regard. Yes, my parents were very strict. And so the, too. the difficulty, it does, it takes more work up front. I, did I tell you guys this? I went to a, a parenting conference when like my oldest was four probably, but he said something, this guy, this was back in New Mexico that I thought was really eye opening. And he said, most parents go about things the reverse way which is they will try to be super loosey-goosey at the beginning mm-hmm. and just like we're not introducing no energy to John like he's discovered <laughs> it on his own. <laughs> no and then as time goes on and they become teenagers, then suddenly the parents <gasps> see some of the dangers around them and try to then add all of these restrictions. Right. He was suggesting the other way, which is from the time that they're born is the most restrictive parenting that you will do as they are a baby, as they are a toddler, they're going to hurt right. themselves at any turn. Mm-hmm. But also outside of physical harm that could come their way just the way of navigating life mentally emotionally spiritually that your grip should start tighter and gradually get looser Mm. as you allow them out into things but not some like hard stop of we were strict with her darn it and then she graduated from high school and went and sowed her wild oats he was suggesting more of a tight to loose approach but over the long haul like a like like a gradient as opposed right. to this is black and this is because white because you're preparing them for the real world right. right so that only makes sense that you loosen the reins as they get older and hopefully they trust to talk to you about anything that they see yeah you know yeah. that's the most important thing is that they think they know that they can talk to you about anything yeah. Yes. Yeah. I because I didn't feel that way. Uh, I didn't either. Mm-mm. But I see MCs, kids do. They'll talk to him about anything, oh, and I'm really like, oh awesome. my gosh, you're that's so great. lucky. You're such a good dad because they can trust you like this. You know. Yeah. Dawn, go that's, ahead. It's t- that's a tough thing to like figure out because I want to convey to my kids that the most important um, thing will always be communicating openly and somehow navigating them through. 
even though you feel like if I know about this, you're going to get in trouble, Mm -hmm. somehow prioritizing openness above that, above the discipline uh, of the consequence. But that's that's so much easier said than done, because there are dumb things that kids do that require some level of discipline, consequence, follow through. But how do you foster an environment where, you know, the first response that they will get is like safety of being in the nest and sharing these right. things with their parents. I don't know. I, I'm saying that, that. I'm saying it all aspirationally. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Dawn. Are you watching that? My unorthodox life. No, but I have it on my list. It's okay. I really do want to watch. It's interesting to watch this woman parent her children hmm. because she talks to them about anything. Like her son came to her. I mean, and he's a little bit older. Like, for a first kiss, he's like, so I had my first kiss. And she was like, well, how was it? What happened? I mean, and this kid's like 20 years old. Yeah. And he's being so open with her about, like, intimate details about his encounter with this girl. And she's talking to her daughter, who's married, who's like maybe also like 21. Mm -hmm. She's talking to her daughter and her daughter's husband about sex and positions. Oh boy. And she's got another daughter that she's talking to about, um, uh, self pleasure and why it's important. And I'm like, Whoa, if my mom ever said that to me, I'd be like, get out of here. Let me say this. My mom would probably call a priest to come over and exercise the house. exactly. (laughs) I really, again, want to reiterate that I want our place, our our house to be a place of openness and honesty. You can share anything, but I hope you understand that by anything, I don't mean everything. Right. Okay. So, no, I I would stop short of talking about positions (laughs) with my kids. You know your son is going to get to that age where he's going to discover something about himself. You better like start oh, God, thinking about how you're going to handle that. Yeah, I do think Please, you need to be Jesus. very preemptive in your conversations. They say that if you don't start talking to your kids about sex like much earlier than you think, someone in middle school will beat them, beat you to the punch, yes. and then they will very be likely give you a very perverted, I don't mean like pervert in the alley, right. yeah, but I mean like a distorted view of what healthy sexual intimacy can and should look like. And right. instead you hear, you have these boneheads who are sharing well, all Well, maybe then he can be the one to educate everyone else if you talk to him about it first. Right? <laughs> have you watched that sex education? Can't we go to a oh break? Oh my God. Yeah, sex education. Wait, I want to tell you this. So we got to. In the TV show, <laughs> Sex Education... Uh, Jillian Anderson oh, plays a right. sex therapist. Okay. And her she's very open with her son in the ways that we're talking about. Yeah. Uh-huh. He starts charging kids in school oh my. for information when they have problems <laughs> in that area. Sounds and like a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> it sure does. A pervy scheme. Oh, man. All right. We got to go. Mom. Oh, what are we talking about time? next? Something lighter? How about yeah. anything but what we just talked about? Yeah, we're, we're talking about a couple of stars that are throwing other stars under the bus. Yeah, and we'll lead with Barbara Streisand throwing some uh, retroactive shade Back at Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. We'll explain that when we come back. For, and if you see something, say something next on Don and Steve. 
We're here. We're here. Don't panic. Yeah, it's a Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Beast Rise. Barbara Streisand. Oh, Beast Rise. The headline reads, <laughs> Barbara Streisand Babs. says Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga's A Star Is Born had the, quote, wrong idea. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Wrong. Really? Very wrong. <laughs> wow, I can't believe we're just hearing from her now. Well, she's changed her tune. She's changed her tune though on this. She told the, uh, Australia's The Project on Sunday... I thought it was the wrong idea. At first, when I heard it was going to be done again, it was supposed to be Will Smith and Beyonce. Remember hearing about that? Mm-hmm. Um, and she thought, that's interesting. Really make it different again. Different kind of music, integrated actors. I thought that was a great idea. That is what Barbara Streisand says. But then essentially, she said, I was surprised when I saw how alike it was to the version that I did in 1976. When I did A Star Is Born... Judy Garland was so great in it. And I thought, oh, my God, how am I going to do this? Said Streisand. I have to change it. I'll become a guitar-playing singer-songwriter, and Chris Christopherson is already a singer-songwriter. She goes on to say, look, I can't argue with success, but I don't care so much about success as I do originality. Initially, by the way, she said when she, uh, after the movie came out, she told extra, extra, she loved the film. Mm-hmm. Adding, oh. I think it's wonderful. She, Lady Gaga, is wonderful. Great. But like a fine wine. Nah, not like wine. Mm. Because her opinion has soured. Stinky, stinky socks. So wait a second. Okay. So now she's down with the movie. Those were old. No, no, no. no she's no, no. not down. She was initially, I love it, Lady Gaga's great. And now she's like, boy, I thought they would have been more original rather than just lifting the concept. I'm not as concerned with success as I am originality. You know. Whatever, Barb. I don't know. I if think I, that's I'm trying to, true. I mean, the movie was great. The movie was great, but I would sure love to see Beyonce and Will Smith do it. I would too. That sure. would have been that would have been pretty fabulous. amazing. Yeah, like well, let's do that. It. Do it again. It's been made four times yeah. now, right? That's right. Every year we'll do a different combination. All right, listen to this story. Okay. So Deborah Winger was originally supposed to be in the 1992 movie A League of Their Own, but she quit. When she found out Madonna was cast in the movie, she uh, was starring in the role. Well, she would have been starring in the role of Dottie, which eventually went to Gina Davis. And she even trained with the Chicago Cubs for three months 
But when Penny Marshall cast Madonna, Pimar, <laughs> uh, D Wing felt uh, Pimar was making fluff like an Elvis film. Oh. So Deborah Winger was like, no, I'm not going to be part of this fluff. The studio agreed with her because it was the only time she ever collected a pay or play on a contract. Oh, so she got paid for not doing the movie? She collected her pay even though she did not play. Wow. Oh, and that's very hard to get in a court, Can she we told. Get one of those? The Telegraph. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, she said, as entertaining as the film was, you don't walk away going, wow, those women did that. You kind of go, is that true? Oh. Wow. So she says, I didn't begrudge any of them. And someone said, well, as far as Madonna's performance goes, she goes, I think her acting career has spoken for itself. Whoa. Cool it, Deborah. I know, Deborah. Deborah. Ooh, Deborah. Ew. <laughs> um, of course, Gina Davis went on to get a Golden Globe nom- nomination for the role. Madonna picked up a nomination for Best Original Song. Um, De- Deborah Winger, who we don't really see that much anymore, she, of course, was in An Officer and a Gentleman, Terms of Endearment. Um, and then she quit Hollywood because she was not being challenged anymore. And Deborah Winger, over the years, has come back. Uh, let's see. She was in 2008's Rachel Getting Married, and she's in Apple TV's Mr. Corman, hmm. I guess. I, I have not seen that show. All right. Now, let us uh, squeeze in a little Kanye West news. Okay. So, kind of like I, I saw this, so I'm saying something. All right. Sue me, Susie. I don't care. Do Are we hip? Do we know these people? Kanye's new album, Donda, is supposed to come out on Friday. But that's been changed. That date has been changed multiple times. So we don't know if it's really going to come out. And he's Kanye. So we just don't know. If it does come out, though, loaded with guest star collaborations. I knew a couple of these names. And I think we might know some of the names. But I want to take this one step further. So Donna and Don, I'm quizzing you both now. Okay. Oh, no. Um, the collaborations, I'm going to rattle these off quick, include The Weeknd, Lil Baby, Travis Scott, Lil Yachty, Kid Cudi, Playboy Carti, Young Thug, Roddy Rich, The Locks, and Jay Electronica. The music world says, wow, that's a lot of star-studded collaborations. I would now like to do it this way. Name any song (laughs) that Lil Yachty has been a part of. Can't. Okay. Don't know him. Name any song that Roddy Rich has been a part of. I can't. My nephew really likes Roddy Ridge. Jay Electronica. Nope. Lil Baby. Nope. Travis Scott. Mm. I know one there. Sicko Mode. That was a really oh, fun yeah, song. And Juice World. Juice World. Wor- is world, right? W-R-L-D or D? So. Is that right? I don't know. Oh, man. I'm so out of the music What about scene. Kid Cudi? I know that name, but I don't know a singular song off the top of my head that he has been a part of. Kid Cudi. Playboy Cardi. C-A-R-T-I. Hmm. And it's Playboy because it's B-O-I. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Young Thug? This is just making me feel old. Yeah, me too. Why are you it's doing the end this of my shift? 
You're, I'm sorry. I, it's like lumosity <laughs> for all of us, okay? I'm just trying to keep us all sharp. Oh. Anyway, Donda, Kanye West, brand That's new album. Mom. This Friday. Mm-hmm. So he says. See if that date changes. I, I don't even care. Okay. I, I'm so irritated by him. <laughs> he's just, you know, he's trying to, like, control all of us. He's a lot of work. <laughs> all of us. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's just, I don't know. He just thinks he's cool. When we come back, Don, you can take the rest yeah, of the bye, morning Dawn. off here. I love you guys. Uh, we love, love you, you too. Rocco coming in next. Talk about his big TV debut next.